Hey folks, welcome back to another exciting episode of The Last Christian. Uh, we are still in our Genesis 1-1 commentary in the Bible teaching part of the program. And of course, we have the host of the show, J.D. Williams. Joe, welcome. Well, thank you, David. Uh, of course, now you're your host too. You know, we're, 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 oh boy. <laughs> I always try to explain that stuff, and it still doesn't make sense even to me sometimes. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm happy to be here. I can guarantee you that if you were here right now, you'd probably be wearing shorts. Okay, but uh, out there right now, it's about who's saying I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Who who knows? You, you, well, you might be one of those guys. You, you know that commercial is breaks me up every time I see it. The little guy that walks out there and he says, "Oh, I thought we were Zoom or something like that." Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. During his tidy whiteies, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, David. Um, again, uh, for everybody joining us, this is our weekly edition of verse by verse uh, with Mr. David Paxton. And my job here is just to kind of pop in every now and then and ask a question. And uh, a lot of these, a lot of this stuff, I know. A lot of it, I don't know. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you when I do and when I don't. But instead, I'm just gonna <laughs> ask questions as if I had never heard anything about the Bible before, because I think that's the best way. I know there's a lot of you out there all across the world, some of which have never had a copy of the Bible, never read a, a single verse, and. We're going mm-hmm. in detail. Mm-hmm. So, David, with that, sir, it, it's all yours. I'm going to turn it over to you, and I'll I'll pop in uh, every now and then. Hopefully, not too much. And anyway, it's all yours. No, oh, this is great. I mean, um, it's all good when we can study the word. But just like Paul, even with the brand new churches that he planted, he didn't like, you know, give them milk forever. He actually went deep into the word and and started with prophecy. As a matter of fact, it was one of the first things he taught to the uh, Thessalonians was, uh, hey, you guys are believers now. Well, this is how prophecy works. Jesus is coming back. We're going to have the tribulation and um, all sorts of fun things. He actually taught them that the rapture was first, which is why they got scared that some of their people were dying uh, and they didn't get to go into rapture. And he's like, no, 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 they'll be they'll rise from the dead first and we'll all go together. So it'll be good. But he gave him the meat pretty much right away and that's what i like to give to everybody out there too i'm not going to give you just fluffy stuff that that's out there we're going to teach you the basics but we're also going to teach you the deep stuff so you can really get a sense of how powerful and anointed god's word is and the fact that it is truthful it is the undeniable word of god and we can prove that i think we've uh, proven a lot of that over the last few weeks but we're even going to prove something more to you today so i want to look again at uh we'll start genesis 1 1 you know in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth that's how we see the translation uh come across now and we talked about in the hebrew it's hebrew is more esoteric if you would and it's like while beginning to create the heavens and the earth and it was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep god said let there be light implying that he was using light to create the heavens and the earth which makes a lot of sense if we get in you know when we get into verse two we'll see uh, about light and darkness there too but i wanted to get into some numbers today i told you that we can prove um, mathematically that the Bible is the Word of God. Last week we looked at um, equidistant letter skipping, 
<laughs> um, it's always hard for me to say. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into some more as we get into later chapters as well, which is just going to blow your mind how he weaved all the letter skipping into place as well, because we're going to see some prophecies that, wait, how did that get there? We're also going to see in the part where he says he made all the trees, there's literally 25 of the main trees in the world encoded in that one little section of the word. So it, it's just it's just crazy uh, in a good it's way. It's amazing how God, to me how, what is in yeah. the actual Hebrew. I, I believe you said it was Hebrew, not not Greek, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the Old Testament yeah. was written in it's, Hebrew. It's amazing what's all in there. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just had to say that. Go ahead. No, no, let's do it. So it, it really is when you look at it and study it for what. Now, if we put up the, the first slide there, we'll see um, even the pictographs came up. And that's Be'erashit, Be which if we look over here on the right side, you'll see the modern Hebrew. In the middle, you'll see the uh, post-Sinaitic. So post-Sinai. Uh, and it, it had different iterations, but the pictograms were always there to... Um, uh, for with, with the original languages, it wasn't until they went to Babylon that they started using the, the more block-type letters because that's what Babylon used, and that's what everyone got used to, and that's what the Masoretic texts are still made in today. But Moses would have written in something closer to what's in the middle. Okay. And we'll see, remember, Hebrew reads right to left, so we're going to start the Bet, Resh, Aleph, Shin, Yod, Mem. And we had learned that that means the uh, firstborn son of God was destroyed by the work of his own hands on a cross in emoji language. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All, it's called a pictogram. But, but if I were to write this in emojis today, people would understand what it means. Even a child would understand. And that's the way Hebrew was written back then. So even if you didn't know what the word was. You can figure out what the word was because of the pictograms. Right, right. Okay. But there's something else that's even more fascinating that every single one of those letters also has a number attached to it. Okay. I'm, I'm putting it back up there for you now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to actually slide two. Check it out. Okay. Give me one second here. There mm -hmm. we go. All right. You see this? Now oh, yeah. we have now, the now Aleph. We got, now we got real numbers on there for the first time. Go ahead. <laughs> Aleph is one, Beit is two, three, four, and it goes all the way down to nine, and Yud is ten. But then you don't need eleven because you can do ten and one. Okay. 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 So it goes in series of ten. It goes ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, and then it goes in the series of a hundreds. 100, 200, 300, 400. And if you get higher than that, you just got to add all the letters together, basically. Okay. 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 That's kind of the gist of it. But the fact that they are numerical and they are standard really gives us some fascinating insights. Now, I'm going um, to stop here for just one second because I want to okay. I, I make sure I'm understanding. Um, I mean, I, obviously, I know what the one is. But um, mm -hmm. now, the the first one you got up there is how, how do you say that? A leaf, olive, olive. Okay. So, what is the thing there in the middle? That that the that is the modern Hebrew letter olive. 
Okay, so that's the same thing as what's on, as what's written on the left is what is in the middle. Is, is that Correct. right? So that's okay. the name of the letter. Okay. So okay. we have the name of the letter, the letter itself, and then the number value of that letter. Okay, I got you. Okay, I just want I just wanted to make sure I'm, I'm, I want to follow this as best I can. Go ahead. Yep. And there's uh, there's 22 letters right now. There's also what we'll see, which I didn't put up here. There's a what's called a final version of five more letters. And I, I should have put them up there, but the um, they actually there's five letters that have a different um, form if they're at the end of the word. And that was put in on purpose to get up to six, seven, eight, nine hundred. You know, okay. well, <laughs> I mean, you can always bring that, you know, you, you can always bring in that um, that one next week if you want to. Yeah, I'll bring um, it in. No, no worries. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. we had we saw 100, 200, 300, 400. Right. Then there's five, six, seven, eight, nine. So that's the five more letters that are that yeah. are going to equal the yeah. the I rest of the hundreds. Yeah. I wanted to get that yeah. back up there for but, you because I I interrupted you. But they were uh, they're the final version of the letters. It, only if the letter is at the end of a word. Okay. That's why they use it. And they did that for a couple of reasons. Number one, because of the numeric sequence. And so they can get to 900. But also, um, when the, the Masoretic text is written, there's no spaces in between. So it helped people parse out the sentences. Oh, that's a that's a cough, but it's a final cough. So that means here's the end of the word. You know, and a mem or a final mem, that, there's the end of the word. So it helped... Okay to differentiate the words so it'd be easier to pick up and sequence them because they didn't have spaces in between. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but oh, forgive me, but just know that those final four, uh, final five letters have the additional uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred values. Okay. Uh, but we just didn't get to them in the first verse, so I forgot to put them up there. That's okay. So you want to see something even more amazing. Now, we, we understand mathematical constants in the universe. And uh, I'm going to ch challenge you a little bit here, Joel. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, just a little bit. Now, we know that a circle is a circumference, but the radius times what equals the circumference every single time, no matter what size the circle is. You're asking somebody that knows nothing about math. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about what? What kind of uh, what? What do you want on Thanksgiving Day? Do you want apple or shoe fly or or cranberry or? I don't like cranberry sauce. I like I, I I like turkey and I like dressing and I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a real picky eater. Okay, I mean, and, yeah, but um, you gotta like pie. I love pie. Oh yeah. Okay. Cho uh, chocolate. Well, that's pie, what we're talking. Pecan pie. Um, uh, yeah. Well, if, if it's pie, pie, probably like it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's the constant that's here. It's the letter pi in the Greek, and we just use it. It's three point one four one five nine six. Anyway, it goes on for ad infinitum. Okay. Uh, but basically. People will use either 3.14 or 3.1459 or 3.1416, okay? What the four digits is most used, 3.1416, all right? And that's what's really fascinating here. That is a constant 
math term that's used in the Bible. Okay. Later, we'll probably get into Fibonacci sequences. We'll get into. Uh, yeah, you heard the old what adage. Three steps forward. Did you say we were going to get in? You didn't cuss, did you? Fibonacci. <laughs> yeah, he was Italian. Okay. The third, I think it was the you, third century. You got me on that one. Okay, go ahead. Fibonacci. It's two C's, and it's not a CH. So it's two C's, but it's Fibonacci. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like he was up there with Malachi, the Italian prophet. I told prophet. you, this is an education for me. I mean, you come up with this stuff every week, and I'm like, okay, he just hit uh, something else that I've never heard of before in my life. And then then when you explain it, it's like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense now. But, you know, it's, yeah. it was brand new a minute ago. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. Well, you know, I, like I always said, God gave me the gift of like a bird. And... uh I'll, I'll go eat the food, and then I'll go ahead and vomit it in the little birdie's mouth. <laughs> yeah. This way, they can digest yeah, it better. It, yeah, yeah. Well, with, with, yeah. with me, uh, you you have to you have to go real slow with me because I'm just not that bright. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you get yeah, you just you get out of the nest soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. So. But that's what I do. I'll take all these big concepts and I'll be able to boil them down so we can understand. So that's what I'm trying to do here right. is pi is basically a little over three times. Uh, this, uh, the radius, little over three times equals the circumference. Okay. The circumference is all the way around it. Gotcha. And it's constant. No matter what size the circle is, that is a constant. Okay. There's also another constant in the universe, and that is uh, it's called E. And it's basically relates to logarithms. They will all follow the seven, this one pattern, 2.78. Um, yeah, two, one, seven, eight. Anyway, <laughs> E is constant in the universe. So there's, there's things that we sometimes consider constants. We consider the speed of light a constant, but surprisingly, it's not. No, the speed no. of light is slowing down, which is uh, why the universe is decaying. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see. You know, Bible says that, you know, all creation groans and travails for the manifestation of the sons of God. They're waiting for Jesus to return, us to come out with our glorified bodies, and then the universe is going to be basically revamped mm -hmm. again, and everything is going to be put back into place. So light is slowing down, which means time is speeding up. Right. Because mm -hmm. E equals MC squared. Energy equals mass times the speed of light squared. So when you get the theory of relativity, how time fits in that, uh, with Einstein, he, he recognized that as well. That as the light slows down, time is speeding up. And the Bible says that. He'll, the days will speed up yes. at the end. Yes. And he says, I'll shorten the days, he said. Well, that means the time's going faster because he's shortening the days mm -hmm. for the elect's sake. And I never, and it's even, gonna I come never thought about that before. I never considered that before. But that, again, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah. I always looked at it as, you know, time is speeding up. The way I looked at that is events are happening faster and faster and faster. That's, you know, I, I was looking at it from just mm -hmm. one lens, not not uh, what you're explaining there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God lives on many dimensions. So. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Matter of fact, the the all the uh, ancient Jewish uh, writers and thinkers and all that they, they that's what the first thing. There's four levels that you can imagine. If they read a passage, there's four levels, and you can imagine, but there's ten that he means something else. Okay. And we see that. Who was it? Um, Peter. He's like, 
uh, he's he's talking about Jesus, and he's oh no no excuse me excuse me it was Matthew, and he's like Jesus came out of Egypt because the Bible says out of Egypt shall draw my son, and it's like where did he get that from? <laughs> you know, and uh-huh. Jesus said I'll be lifted up on a cross just like Moses said with the serpent on the cross. Remember? Uh-huh. Well, that's uh-huh. nowhere in, in the Old Testament at all. It just right, said, hey, right. hey, make a serpent out of bronze and put it on this stake and then have it up there. And when the people look at it, then they'll be healed from the snake bites. And we're like, what does that mean? <laughs> okay. And what they looked at, they're looking all over. And then Jesus comes, oh, yeah, just like he said, if I be lifted up, I'll be lifted up just like the serpent in the wilderness and then you'll be healed. Oh, that's what it means. So there's all these other dimensions. Yeah. So yeah, when when we learn this stuff, there are many multifaceted levels of understanding in each of the verses. Well, you can see we're on, I think, the sixth week in just Genesis one. <laughs> yeah, I never dreamed. I never dreamed. But, right. You know, but every yeah, bit wait, of it. Wait till we start reading the Bible. <laughs> every bit of it is 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 true and correct and. You know, like I said, it, it's been an education for me. I'm I enjoy it every week. Yep. So uh, logarithmic scales, uh, like the like the earthquake scale, you think oh one two three four all the way up to ten is just okay. This is one times two times three times four times five times. It's not. A logarithmic scale is actually each level is ten times a previous level. Um, so if I go ahead, oh, there's an earthquake level four. Uh, oh, that's pretty bad. But then I say an earthquake level five. Oh, that's one level higher. No, it's 10 times as strong. Uh, and oh. then level six is 10 times as strong as five. Oh, wow. Yeah. You see, that's a logarithmic kind of a scale. And we're, that's what he talks about. The birth pains are logarithmic. They're just mm-hmm. going to be multiplied times whatever the previous one, not just added to it. Wow. So when they start to come, they come. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And they're going to go bang, 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 bang. Yeah, really yeah. fast. Yeah. Well, I've seen so the there's a constant of... in the universe. Yeah, I've seen uh, the it's called of... E. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And uh, you know, so everything gets right in uh, to the Bible. Now, here's a cool thing about it. Another reason that um, sometimes Christian will will teach creation, and they'll say, "Well, the you know these stars are so far away that if they're you know, a billion light years away, then clearly the universe would have to be a billion years old. So the logic is sound mm-hmm. if the speed of light is constant. Okay. <laughs> so for a while yeah. they had this, uh, they had the thought, well, the speed of life must be instantaneous. It's infinite because we could see these stars that were out there. All right. And then, and then they figured out they actually could measure the speed of light. I don't know how they did that. They got a guy with a tape. So I don't know. <laughs> but they measured the speed of light at 186,000 miles per second. Problem is when they measured it 100 years later, it's a little bit slower. Uh-huh. And now it's a little bit slower and it's a little bit slower and it's a little bit slower. And they're like, that's weird. <laughs> now, <laughs> but when you go backwards and remember it's logarithmic, 10 times the previous amount. So it's not just a, this scale up. It's this scale up. Yeah, yeah. So if you bring that back and you go back to 6,000 years to the creation of Adam, light was close to infinite at that point until he sinned. Mm, okay. Then 
the destruction of the whole universe started to collapse because sin affected everything. Yeah. Not just man dying. The animals died. Everything starts to decay now. Sin corrupted the entire universe. So if you take that and you say, well, it, well, what if light was a million times faster back then? Well, that would immediately cut the, that six billion years down to 6,000. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you see what I mean? But oh, it, yeah, it, absolutely. It yeah, like, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So now you can have a universe that looks that old according to what you see today, but yeah. not according to what it was back then. The way I and always the, looked at it, David, and I mean, you, you've, you've come up with a completely different way here, you know, and, and your way makes a lot of sense. But, you know, the, the way I always looked at it is, you know, if God wants somebody to be 10 billion years old, it's 10 billion years old. And I just left it at that, you know. Yeah, but, but, well, that's but you, how he you've did gone, it. Yeah, but, but you've gone into much more detail and explained it a whole lot better than just throwing out that little one-sentence description. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's the idea. But, let, let's you know, let's try and understand the idea. Okay. Exactly. So now along comes Hubble. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he created this really cool, you know, telescope, and he discovered something they call the red shift. All right. Okay. Now, l- light is a wavelength when you look at it one way, and then it's a particle when you look at it the other way. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. really weird. It's a wavelength, actually, a wavelength when you're not looking at it, but a particle when you are. It's like then you figure out how does it know I'm looking at it. Well, because we were we inherited the universe <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. long time. That's how yeah. it knows because all creation groans and, and travails for the manifestation of the sons of God. Mm-hmm. So it knows when you're looking at it. It's just it's really weird when you get into quantum mechanics and physics and stuff. But that's the fact of the matter. So he's like, oh, the red shift must mean that the stars are moving away for us, and that's where they came up with the expanding universe idea. Okay. okay. If the stars are moving away, that would lengthen the wave, and then it would look red as opposed to blue, which has a shorter wavelength. Yeah. You with me? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So if it's coming at us, then we would see the blue, and that was the postulation of Hubble, okay. which gotcha. wasn't a bad postulation. Gotcha. So, but when you fully understand how the speed of light is slowing down, that is a much better explanation for all the redshift we see in the universe. Right. Because the light's slowing down, which gives it a longer wavelength. So it corroborates the story of the Earth decaying. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it even, uh, I wasn't prepared for this, the Holy Spirit let us hear, so I don't have the verses up, but it says, basically, it waxes old like a garment. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the universe is just, it's waxing old. Everything's getting old. Just well, like I you and I, I don't think there's any doubt that you know things are falling apart, for lack of a better yep. term. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, even you just leave your car, sit outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Watch you know, how it decays. Over leave anything outside; it'll go. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Straighten your office up and watch what happens by next Saturday. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> You see how it rapidly decays. And and the closer we get to the rapture, the faster my office gets disoriented. (laughs) Every time I do something with my office, I regret it. So I just kind of leave it alone. (laughs) That's why I got this back screen here. So you can't see my office, everybody. (laughs) 
So, all right. So let's dig into this a little bit, and then we'll, we'll maybe we'll get into black holes if we got enough time after this. But let's okay. put up um, not number two, but the third slide again. The third slide. Third slide would be the yeah. So there's a meta sheet three. So check this out. We have Bereshit uh, bara Elohim et Hashemayim ve'et Haretz, which, of course, as everybody knows, is in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So let's look at some numbers here. Okay. Uh, first thing I notice is that there's seven words, okay, which is indicative of the first seven days of creation. Okay. The six days that we made stuff, and then the seventh day when he rested and enjoyed it all. Okay, gotcha. So if we take all those numbers that are in there, right? So number two, we see bet is number two. It's that's So that's two. The resh equals 200. Then the aleph equals one, so it's times one. The shin equals 300, so that's times 300. Uh, the yod is 10. And then the Tav is 400. Okay. So better sheet, if we take the product of all the letters. Okay. And then that equals 480 million. Million. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that's the product of that, the, all the letters in that sentence. All right. And the letters are important. Remember, each one is important to the point where even they, even God would mess up the grammar to get the mathematic correct in any word now the numerical value of the word equals 913 well we added everything together so the, oh, okay. that's the uh product so now we take all the letters and equal 480,000. but oh, excuse me 480 million but if we add them together we get 913. so we multiply them we get 480 and then we add them together we get 913. Well, that's okay, interesting and, because yeah, and, similar to what we're going to get in um, when we're doing mathematical constants. Okay. And before we get into that, mm -hmm. I've got to let you know that we're out of time in the first half of the show. What a beautiful thing. So now you'll have to come back to see where I'm going. Exactly. And I'm looking forward to seeing exactly where you are going with this because, it, you know, it's okay. We're coming down on another one of those. Mind blowing yeah, things. Blow your again. Brain up on okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do want you guys to hang around for the uh, second half of the show. If I don't know um, which radio station you might be listening to, or uh, uh, I don't know, we're on podcast, we're on uh, you name it, wherever we're. Um, but anyway, uh, we're looking for that last individual to accept Jesus Christ as Savior before the rapture. And I wish you'd hurry up because I'm ready to go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because the moment that that last individual does accept Christ. Now, there are people saved afterwards, okay? I'll make that clear. There are people saved during the tribulation period. You don't want any part of that, and we'll talk about that later. But um, the moment that that last individual accepts Jesus Christ, then, you know, we're, we're done here. We're done here. You won't be seeing me and David anymore. You know, we're, we'll, be, we'll be gone, okay? Uh, so anyway, stick around uh, for the second half of the show. I think that you'll enjoy it. And we'll be back right after a very short break. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. 
Israel's reacted angrily after the UN Secretary-General warned the humanitarian system in Gaza may completely collapse. Antonio Guterres invoked a UN article not used in decades to urge Security Council members to address an issue he believes may threaten the maintenance of international peace and security. Guterres says he expects public order to break down and Gaza may never recover. Israel's foreign minister says Guterres' tenure at the UN is a danger to world peace. President Biden's push to pass tens of billions of dollars in new U.S. aid for Ukraine has stalled in the Senate. Republican lawmakers blocked the funding, which also includes help for Israel, in a protest over a dispute about border security. Kate Fisher reports from Washington. Republicans are insisting that any foreign aid must be accompanied by major changes to border security policy. President Biden's accused them of playing chicken with U.S. national security. The White House has warned that funding for Ukraine will run out by the end of the year without congressional action. The U.S. military is grounding all of its Osprey aircraft after a crash in Japan last week. Tokyo had requested the U.S. temporarily ground its fleets until the plane's safety is confirmed. Chris Gilbert reports from Tokyo. The U.S. at first did not acknowledge Japan's request for the aircraft to be grounded, then halted the use of those only in the unit the crashed Osprey belonged to. A week after that plane caught fire and plummeted into the ocean near Yakushima Island in West Japan, killing all eight on board, the Pentagon says all Osprey will be grounded globally. That's more than 400 in the Marines, 27 in the Navy and 51 in the Air Force Special Ops units. The Pentagon says it'll allow time and space for a thorough investigation to determine what exactly happened to the tilt-rotor aircraft. Osprey had to make emergency landings in Japan in both September and October. Meanwhile, the US and Japan Coast Guard continue to search for two servicemen whose bodies have not yet been recovered. Chris Gilbert in Tokyo. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's trying to hold his government together after his immigration minister resigned. Robert Jenrick says new legislation on the government's Rwanda migration policy doesn't go far enough. Downing Street says Mr Jenrick has a misunderstanding of how the bill will allow some asylum seekers to be sent to Rwanda. Editor of Conservative Home website Henry Hill says Mr Jenrick's resignation rocks the government even more than the sacking of Home Secretary Suella Braverman last month. Suella was an open opponent of the Prime Minister. There was a clear indication that she was positioning herself for the leadership. She was picking fights on all sorts of fronts. Whereas Robert Jenrick, whether you agree with him or not, has a different reputation. He was seen as kind of loyal, getting on with the job. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. And welcome back to the second half of The Last Christian. Again, my name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas. And... Our Bible teacher, our scholar, Mr. Uh, David Paxton there. And David, I'm going to get right back into this, but I'm going to put this back up on screen for you again. Mm-hmm. This is the third, third third slide we got. And you're talking about, okay, first of all, we got 28 letters and seven words, okay? And right. now um, you got the product of all the letters, and you got, you know, multiplication and then numerical value of every word, which is adding them up. What does all this mean? I mean, how is this? What? Tell me the purpose of this stuff. What? What, what is it? I'm, well, I'm, I'm kind of falling behind you here. This is the exciting part is I'm going to tie this into what we were talking about in the first half. Okay, cool. I'm ready. <laughs> you should bring that up, right? Um, but let me ask you a question. Can you divide 28 by 7? I could. 
Well, I use a calculator, okay. but yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's four times seven. Yeah, I because got I, that one, I, that one I actually knew, but I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm bad at math. But go ahead. <laughs> Mathematics. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's it's just there's so many things that are divisible by seven. We talked a little bit about right. that last week. Right. Um, but here's just one of them. There's there's seven words, but there's 28 letters. Right. Okay. Right. So where's that go in all these things? Well, that's, that's a whole nother can of worms. So, but right now we're talking about the numerical values. So let's just rehash this. Okay. So in the first word on top there, right underneath where it says 28 letters, seven words, it says Bereshit. Okay. And that is in the beginning, it's translated into English. It's okay. one word translate into three words. That's why you really can't get this in the English because one word is three words. Well, that, that messes up your numer numerical right, value. Right, right. So you really got to look at it in the Hebrew. So the first letter on the right there is bet. It's worth two. The resh is worth 200. The aleph is worth one. The shin is 300. The yod is 10. And the tav is 400 like we saw in a previous chart. Right. Okay. Now, when we multiply all that together, we get 480 million. Right. If you add them together, you get 913. Okay. Now, the, the um, one of the surprising features of the Hebrew is that words with the same mathematical value are in the same category of thought. And I'll give you an example. The word ladder in the Hebrew has the same value as wealth. Okay. So that's kind of where we get the term, oh, we're climbing the ladder. Ah, okay. Okay. All right. And it also relates to Jacob's ladder. So it's not even... Um, you know, it's basically the wealth of heaven is coming down to the earth. And that would include not just money, but everything that, that God's heaven would have to afford to us. Because mm -hmm. wealth includes uh, health. You know, yeah. well, it's good to have money if you're not healthy. Right. Beloved, above all things, I pray that you are in health and prosper. So that's what the word says. And we could probably even do another show on how Jesus was not poor, but that'll mess up a lot of people's heads right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, he wasn't, yeah. and that's demonstrable. But let's get back to the numbers. Okay. Okay. We see all these numbers here, and we add them all up. We got 480 million and 913. So if we find another word that's worth 913, it's probably got a similar idea. But let's go to the uh, last slide, number four. So what we're going to figure out here, see the number of letters we knew was seven, right? Right. Okay. Times the product of these letters would be 480 million divided by the number of words or the number of letters is 28 times 480 million and then divided by the number of words uh times the product of the words which you saw was number of words was seven times the product of the words is 913 and when you do all that math 
which is clearly laid out in the letters, it comes out to pi, oh. which is a constant of the universe, which is telling you that God used pi as the constant of the universe to build his building blocks of space. Okay, you're hitting me with one of those mind-blowing moments again. <laughs> he created the heavens and the earth. Basically, he said the building blocks. So now we see here that this is the building blocks. One of the geometrical features is the constant of pi. We, we see it in everything, and it's, it's laid out right here. When he says, I'm building the heavens and the earth. So he built our time-space continuum with the mathematics built in to the Hebrew letters that he used to express in pictograph how the beginning of the earth was going to come into being. Yeah, like I said, it's a mind-blowing moment again. Um, right? <laughs> so great. he, yeah. So he he embedded all the math right in to the very first sentence. That's a constant of the universe is pi. Wow. Uh, well, you know, the. Uh, okay. Yeah, mind-blowing moment. Um, one one thing that, 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 that bothers me now is the fact that God didn't give me mathematical brain, okay? Because I'm, I'm following you, but believe me, if I tried to do this on my own, it would, <laughs> yep, it would blow all. me away because I'm not, you know, I'm not a mathematician, you know, but uh, good grief. Well, I'll I mean, chew it up for you, and I'll just give it to you. Okay. Listen, That's he good. embedded all the math for the universe in the very first sentence. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So you can prove mathematically that this is the word of God. You can prove it prophetically because the prophecies are a hundred percent accurate right. thousands of years in advance. You can prove it pictographically because he wrote the history in there. Even, even the, the first time he would come at 4,000 years and the second time he would come at 6,000 years. Wow. Okay. He, he writes in it mathematically. He writes in it with the uh, letter skipping. He wrote in there so many ways. How's that go? Some with every which way, <laughs> or yeah. from Sunday, something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, well, so you, know, uh, you really have to be willingly ignorant. Well, you I, really I got the do. ignorant part. I, I got that. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm. I got that without a problem. Uh, and I'm having to. Um, I'm having to educate as I go along here, and I'm making me some little notes here on the side as well oh, so because uh, yeah, in second peter he just he clearly says that the people uh willingly are ignorant yeah. of the days in the in the beginning when he's you know he laid out the flood but out yeah. of the it was called out of the water and he says one day is, is a thousand years a thousand years is one day which is clearly a reference back to the beginning before the flood and here we are on the waters and the face of the deep he's talking right. about the the creation right here he said the land came out of the water, basically, and you're, you're willingly ignorant of that because all the answers are there. Yeah. Jesus, the lamb slain before the foundation of the world was in there. The encoding's in there. The math is in there. Everything ties together. And he says, if you don't know the beginning, you are not going to know the rest of the Bible. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, just, it's just totally amazing to me because, it, like you were saying, it proves it so many different ways, proves the, the, the truth so many different ways and i would encourage anybody to find another religion and their book or you know uh, the only one that i know by name is the quran okay mm -hmm. but 
try to use the same stuff with that and see how see how that works out for you. <laughs> they tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it, it's it, it continues to prove itself. And I, I have said this on many on many shows in in the past, and that is that science is always trying to find a way to to discredit, disqualify. Mm. Um, you know, uh, oh, you, there's a mistake here. Or there's a mistake there. And every time they do it, David, every single time, all they do is prove the Bible right. 100% yep. of the time, 100% of the time. And then as soon as, as soon as they have disproven their own assertion, they never mm -hmm. talk about that again. They go into something else. Yep. We'll go to the next one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's going to be, uh, no, the, the universe came out of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Talk okay. about an insult to God. I mean, at least in the past, the pagans are like, no, well, that God didn't do it. This one over here did it. Oh. Or, you know, the great turtle God or whatever. Um, <laughs> it is an insult to people's intelligence. Okay. Mm. To tell them things like the, the universe uh, exists because it has to. That is about yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And this was supposed to be by that. Uh, it sounds like know. a mental kid said that. Yeah, you I know, mean, it's Seriously. insanity. Oh, it has know. to. Yeah, hmm. um, I, I'm sorry, mean? but nothing is not going to blow up. Uh, you know, yeah. By the way, if it happened once, and it really is like billions and billions and billions of years, then how come it hasn't happened again? Because mm -hmm. now you got something to blow up, right? So it seems yeah. like it would be easier. But that doesn't work out either. So, you know, okay. Yep. Anyway. And right. there's so many things we can see in creation, like the angular mass uh, of the uh, the sun. They say, oh, all the planets came out of the sun. No, it didn't, because some of them are spinning sideways. They're made yeah. of different materials right. uh, and just all sorts of things. Um, that So we can get into that on a show, and then <laughs> it, it's just – well, it's yeah. insane the stuff they come up with. Yeah. And I'm I'm taking away from you, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it back to you now and hope you remember that's where right. you were at. Let's um uh, that's pie, but let's put a uh John one one. How about I'll just read it because I don't I know you don't have it right. ready yet. Sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> okay, so Yochanan actually is his name. But it says, um, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Okay? In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So here we are. John is starting back at the beginning. Now, Daniel was beloved, and John was beloved, right? Yes. That's because both of them brought prophecy of the end of the age. And they were willing to say, just show me what you have, Jesus. Both of them, you know, they they just wanted to know what God has to say. That's why they were beloved, and that's why they got the truth, because other people would be like, oh, no, that's too crazy. I can't believe it. What do you mean the dragon, seven heads and ten horns, and, and then, the, you know, the tail's going to sweep the third of the stars out of heaven? What are you talking about, uh -huh. you know? But they were beloved because they just trust God in what he said. Yeah. Well, there's so, something about that in the Bible too, and I'm pulling up a different, whole different thing here. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, that people just people that believe that just believe after the fact. You know, 
uh, I can't remember where he said this, but Jesus was was talking about you know that th- those people. Yep. Um, That's Thomas when he stuck a finger in the yeah his yeah. hand. Yeah, it, blessed are those, those who believe who have not seen. Right. Yeah, that's the exact point I was trying to make. And I, like I said, I, I don't have the scripture. I can, you'll find out as we go on. Yep. <clears throat> There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff I know. But if you ask me, where is it in the Bible? I'll say, I don't know. I really don't well, know. Well, they didn't but, put the numbers into the 13th but, century. So that's. <laughs> but give me just a second. Okay, and let me type in something really quick. And, um, and yeah, me, all right, I, I'm, gonna, me, I'm gonna blow their minds while you're typing that in. <laughs> let me bing it. Let me bing it, yep. and bing. I promise you, I promise you that I'll be able to show you the exact scripture. Okay, just give me a minute. Yeah, doubt, just put in doubting Thomas. will come right up. <laughs> all right. So his talk. So John was given a revelation of the beginning of the earth. Okay, and that's what he says. In the beginning was the Word. All right. So he's, now he's explaining it more. Okay, was the word, and he's talking about Jesus here at this point. And the word was with God, and the word was God. So when we see Genesis 1 talking about, you know, Elohim, the word is plural, but it's used in a singular sense. So it speaks of a triune God. And people argue over, well, is it three different people, and they're all in one, or is it one person with three personalities? You're not going to know until you get there. You're not going to understand right. it because you can't understand the dimensions right. uh, that that he lives in. So, yes, it's both of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all of that. And a lot more that you're going to find out. Yeah, when I was fixing to say, and it's going to be a lot more than just that. I mean, you know, it's just, like, mm-hmm. oh, man. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, but it it's definitely speaks in a singular vernacular with a plural word. So that's what he's talking about here. In the beginning was the word. Mm-hmm. He was with God, and he was God. Okay, I'm going to okay. stop you. I'm going to stop you on that point there because okay. I've, I've got a lot of arguments that have come at me over the years about this. The word, the mm-hmm. word, was with God. Uh, the word was God. Okay, and you know, people say, well, you know, a book can't be a a God. It just can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want you to go into a little bit of an explanation on this as far as the word and. and I hope you even understand the question I'm trying to ask here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. people say, oh, what do you mean is it's the word? Yeah, right. Well, Jesus is, remember, let's go back to contract terms. Okay. Everything is legal. God is a just God. That means everything he does is legal. Mm-hmm. That's why he has to he has to give Satan the opportunity to present a case against us. That's mm-hmm. what antidikos means, you know, uh, the devil goes around like a roaring lion, but he says that's antidikos. Beware of your adversary, the devil, because mm-hmm. he seeks to destroy you. Right. Well, that's how he does it. Right. Antidikos is one who brings a legal case against you. That's literally what adversary means. So the devil is trying to bring this legal case because if he can either get God to not answer him, like he, you know, he did with Job. Oh, what about Job? Oh, uh-huh. well, yeah. if God did not answer him and let him test Job, let's say, then he, God could not say, well, no, I just know that he's not going to fall. Mm. Well, how do you know? Yeah. He wouldn't be a just God. So this has all has to be tested. And it goes back to the contract terms, what's written in the word. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because mm-hmm. contracts have terms and conditions. And we know today if we bring a contract to somebody— well, what's it? What's written? 
You know, we just had a, um, a thing with our, our co-op here and we had to go into what, what was written in the bylaws mm -hmm. and everyone had to abide by that. Well, the Bible is that it's terms and conditions and is bylaws of the universe and how it works. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is who Jesus is. He is the word and he's the terms and conditions. Uh-huh. Right. He is how everything everything you're you've got three and a half or three point two billion letters in your DNA. He is that word. He wrote every single letter that describes who you are and how you're gonna be and how it's all gonna work. Mm -hmm. And then he is not only that, but outside of that, he's the conductor. Because I, I can give somebody, okay, here, this is all the instructions, but somebody's gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I can give everybody a piece in the orchestra, but somebody's got to conduct the right. orchestra, right. even though I have all the information and all the music. So he's also the conductor of every cell in your body. He was a conduct when you were when you were conceived. He was the conductor of that cell. Mm -hmm. Boom, and yeah. he's the conductor of every cell split since then. All right, it's it's amazing yeah. how infinite God is. Right, every cell split of every human being that ever lived. He says he counts the hairs on your head. It's more than that. He knows how many cells are in your hair, and he divided each one individually and orchestrated it. Uh. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that's that's another one of them you know, mind-blowing yeah. moments. Yeah. So that's who Jesus is. That's what mm -hmm. it says when this says yeah. that he is the word. Uh -huh. It's literally every single little tiny DNA spec that was ever written, every mm -hmm. atom that was ever written every every electron and proton that was ever orchestrated was him orchestrating it okay he is the very force that is holding all those things together do you ever wonder why a proton is attracted to another proton in the, in the middle of a cell oh. i mean the middle of an atom oh, well how they're all they're positive forces they should be repelling each other what's holding them together it's, well, they, they call it zero-point energy. It's literally the hand of God. He says he holds the, the fabric of the universe together. He's holding every single atom in the universe together, yeah. and he could just go, boop, up, yeah. you know what, I'm done, and everything would just evaporate. Right. But God, people don't realize this, and like, oh, yeah, well, I think I know better than God. Okay, <laughs> go make an atom. Let's see how that works out for you. And then when you're at it, make a cell. Uh, cell's more... More complex than a city. So the thing is, is they're they're, tr they're trying to do just that right now, mm -hmm. and which uh, you know that's uh, uh, I'm sure Satan doing that. But you know he's trying to replicate or mm -hmm. uh, duplicate or whatever. Uh, replicate, I guess, is a better yeah. is actually the yeah, better word. That's there. a good word. But he is he's trying to do what God did. But the thing is, is he fails every time. You know, and well, he can't do it. He doesn't have any, any creative ability, and he's right. a created being, not right. a creator. Right. Uh, I mean, that's a, again, I don't get his deal. You know, I never have, never understood it. Well, but. here's what he thinks because, I mean, not for nothing, what other choice does he have? He's destined for an eternal lake of fire. Mm. He's got to try something. Yeah. So, what he's trying is to trip up the word. Uh -huh. Because if he changes the terms and conditions of the contract, did God really say that? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's looking to change the words. That's why he tempted Jesus himself. Yeah. But he is the word. Now, the word is God because he is his word. It's also was with God uh -huh. because God is the conductor, remember? That with, that that right there is, a, is powerful to me. Uh -huh. With God. And... It says that so early on in it, 
you know, that mm-hmm. it makes it clear that you're talking about Jesus in the book of Genesis, first mm-hmm. book of the Bible. and Right that, out of the gate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mind-blowing. Um, uh, I, I think I told you that, you know, that um, when I accepted Christ and was working with the pastor at a church and he was talking about Jesus in the Old Testament, I was going, are you, What? I don't, I mean, I don't know. Uh-uh, Jesus wasn't in the Old Testament. He was born, you know. I, I, He's I everywhere in the Old Testament. I read that, you know. But, but the whole it, te- That's all it points to. Yeah. Everything in the Old Testament points to Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, when, 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 whenever you break it down, whenever you look at it and you, you see things like we or make it, uh, let's make him in our image and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more than one, any way you want to look at it. And God doesn't make mistakes, you know, so anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So Jesus he is the word. He was, yeah, yeah, he was there. And remember, we talked about here's the instructions. So he is the instructions, but he's mm-hmm. also the conductor yep. telling the instructions what to do and who right. to do it and when and why and how. Right. So it's, you know, you're not going to understand it now. So don't try. Just know that that's what it is. <laughs> All right, David, I'm going to shut you down for this week. Um, okay. But at the same time. Well, let me wrap it up with this. The, okay. John. The first sentence in John, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. If you perform that same formula, you come up with the constant of E, okay. logarithmic constant okay. in okay. John 1. That, 1. I need to put that back up there one more time where you can make that point. Yeah, yeah. Well. if you do that with John 1, 1, mm-hmm. it comes out to the universal constant of E. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Now, the reason that I'm, uh, we, we've still got a few minutes here. We've got a ah. little. We got a little bit of time. Yeah, well, that, the, the reason that, I'm that is you, powerful because he has the mathematical constant of the universe in both where he says he created the world. The reason that that I wanted to bring it to a halt today, not because you're out, you're out, because I know I know you could go on, and we're going to go on with it next week. But I want to get uh, just for a minute. I want to, people to understand that David's got a another place. For you guys to go <laughs> okay and this is thehiddenday.com and david this is your website and you've got yep. a lot of information there and I, I want you to have take a moment and let people know about it and how to contact you and all that kind of good stuff well we're, we're getting a little better with the uh the actual website but it'll lead you we can get on youtube you just look for uh it's youtube backslash at hidden day uh, same thing with Rumble at Hidden Day. You can go on there. Uh, we'll also set up a Substack. So uh, if you go to thehiddenday.substack.com, you'll get my uh, uh, newly uh, started. Uh, it the Substack has so many things. You can do so many things on Substack. But it's basically uh, a newsletter, but it's uh, a podcast if you want. It's a lot of different things. So okay. go over there and subscribe. And the Hidden Day at protonmail.com. Okay. And that is your email address. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good enough. Yeah. I, I just want people to, to be able to go over there and, and take a look at that. And then also um, we will be, uh, and this is on me. This isn't on David. I've been uh, trying to catch up with a lot of stuff since I was in, in the hospital recently. But uh, uh, the, if you go to www.lastchristian.net, that's www.lastchristian.net. We're going to have a lot of more information on that site. Uh, I'm going to have a bio of David on there, as well as me, and uh, we'll tell you 
tell you more about what is going on with uh, with our site, The Last Christian. Uh, also, uh, if you um, are listening to us on another station, we would love to hear from you, and I'm sure that they would too. We want uh, we want to add as many stations as we can. We're a little over 50 right now in, in all different types of, of stations. Uh, we broadcast to all 50 states, more than 160 countries around the world. And I know that there's a lot of people, uh, you guys are, are, are having to deal with a lot of a lot of stuff right now. Wars, rumors of wars. Guess what? It's all in the Bible. And we want you to accept Jesus Christ as Savior. And that's why we're here. So if you've got questions, ask us. Um, I've got people that will come on, David, and they will comment on the YouTube videos. They'll say things like, you are deceived. Okay. If I'm deceived, yeah. if I'm deceived, <laughs> tell me why I'm deceived. Funny. You know, pro, you you want and they to haven't throw, watched anything. <laughs> they never have anything to back it up. They just have to talk mm. to hear themselves talk. Okay, you do realize that that's the devil just throwing things at you. Right? Absolutely, you know. And what it, I, they've, what they've I never even do, listened to anything. Yeah. What I will do is I'll say, okay, exactly. What confu- What is confusing? You know, tell mm-hmm. tell me what what your issue is, and and let me see if I can answer it for you. I want to help you if I can. I want to lead you to Christ if at all possible, because the decision that you're making right now is going to send you to hell. Okay, end mm-hmm. the story. It's going to send you to hell if you don't accept Jesus Christ. You say, "Oh, I'll do it next week." Sorry, bad move. That's a decision. We might not be mm-hmm. here next week. Okay, you might not be here next week. You might walk outside and have a heart attack and die, a stroke, whatever, get run over by a car, have a plane crash, whatever. You had better make your decision. And let me tell you this. I say this often and and listen to it carefully. Making no decision is making a bad decision. Okay, Mm -hmm. that is a decision. Yeah, it is a decision. So anyway, uh, David is going to be back next week, and we are going to continue this. We're going verse by verse, and we've made it. We've kind of touched on Genesis 1, 2, barely. Um, and we looked at it. Yeah, mm. we looked at it. Maybe even 1, 3. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, we're not done, and we're not going to be done for a while. You guys are, are – please listen every week. You're going to learn. I am. I'm learning something every single week. So we ask you to please tune in. Uh, for the midweek edition every week and David's going to take us through the Bible verse by verse I don't think we'll make it to Revelation David I don't think we'll have the time but uh, if so we'll be here because we don't know what God's timing is so anyway we do look forward to you guys uh, visiting with us again next week and we hope that you will accept Christ until next time good night Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, (laughs) When the storm rolls in, my time to find a pet-friendly evacuation center will have run out. The scorching heat wave will leave me powerless to cool my insulin. I'll face a hurricane without meds. Now that's a tough pill to swallow. 
Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 